When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, Eat With The Seasons is the debut book and brainchild of new Cork author Cathy Fitzgibbon, also known as the Culinary Celt. And this book aims to empower people to mindfully eat with the seasons. And I'm delighted to say Cathy Fitzgibbon joins me live in studio this morning. Good morning to you, Cathy. Good morning, Patricia. You're very welcome. Firstly, congratulations to you on the book. Uh, it, it, it's beautifully presented and I just, I love the colour in it and I love, who's responsible for the photographs? Uh, the photographs were taken by a food photographer um, based in Cork. Her name is Monica Collin. She operates under Paparazzi Food. Um, so I worked with her in terms of the photography for it. And the layout, did you, did you decide on the layout of it? Everything was, was my own um, brainchild as such or my kind of concepts and ideas, yeah. Well done, well done. It, it really is, it's, it's fantastic. I suppose, can we start by, as best you can, explain what you mean by mindful eating? So I suppose, Patricia, mindful eating, it involves using both our physical and emotional senses to immerse ourselves in the experience of enjoying our food choices. 
and um, I'm just conscious that a lot of people don't have a good relationship with with food um, so the space that I come from is to try and empower people in terms of having a good personal relationship themselves with food. Yeah, because I was reading your book over the weekend, so I was very conscious of literally everything I was putting into my my mouth and I was trying to mindfully eat because I realise I do and I imagine a lot of other females will identify with this. I can be standing up eating because I'm rushing, I need to get out somewhere and you're just trying to get the food into your mouth. And you have to stop and even think, what did I actually have there? And that's exactly the opposite of that's exactly what you say we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. I I suppose we're all um, at times a a culprit of, you know, kind of eating on the go and um, rushing around from place to place. But really to appreciate food, we need to, you know, sit back and have, you know, a proper, you know, sacred eating space where we actually um, interact and engage with it in, in a more mindful, you know, way as such. And it goes back to planning what you're going to eat. Like I, I would remember my late mother made a shopping list every Thursday night for, for, for her to take shopping with her on Friday morning and her dinners were planned for, for, for the week. And, and there's sense in that, isn't there? Knowing what you have in and getting in and that's all part of the mindful eating, isn't it? It is really and what it also allows us to do is it allows us to decrease on the wastage as well. So... I suppose the area that I come from is sustainability and also well-being. So sustainability is a huge part of, um, you know, what we need to actually consider. Yeah, there's a report out today actually on the amount of food waste. It's, it always, it's, it astounds me when I see those reports on on the food that we, and a lot of it we dump because the sell-by date, it's gone out and there might be absolutely nothing wrong with it. But that goes back to the planning, what you're talking about. We buy too much and then we don't need it. Yeah, and I suppose in Ireland, we're really lucky that um, Ireland now at the moment is ranked number one on the Global Food Security Index. And What does that mean? What I suppose I mean by that is that we have a physical, social and economic access to food, but it meets our needs on one side. But the, the concern is that we're, we're not actually um, making the right choices in terms of, you know, what is good for our own personal um, bodies and, you know, our own uh, well-being as such. Okay, and for as long as I've known you, you've always had a passion about food. Where where does that passion for food come from? Um, I've always grown up uh, around food. I, I grew up in a farm and so I had the privilege of, uh, I suppose... Um, being able to witness firsthand the way food is produced at the source. And in latter years, I uh, got involved with the local farmers market here in Kilavullen and I helped them to, you know, kind of promote the the market and, you know, get people to interact um, in the community. Uh, So it's always been really, uh, I suppose, something that I had a passion in and the defining moment really was when I went back to do my master's a few years ago and I actually did my thesis on Brandon Cork as a food tourism destination and I presented that in Copenhagen in 2018 to the uh, Atlas conference 
And then that kind of got me into the, the sphere of having, you know, the outlet for writing. And after that, then I published a lot of different work in terms of mental health around food and connectedness as well around food, in particular for the millennial generations and the, the Gen Z, so the younger generations mm -hmm. that are coming up, um, because those generations are a population that will uh, influence, I suppose, us older generations in terms of our food consumption patterns. So that would be quite important for us to all kind of bear in mind where things are, are going in terms of the, the global scale of things with food. And we very much are, we are what, what we eat. And that's what I loved about your book of, and I had never really thought about it, this eating with the seasons. Just, just talk about why it is important to eat with the seasons. So I suppose for your listeners, Patricia, the concept of seasonal eating, it just, it's very simple. It breaks down what we eat each season to maintain health. And that's really the core ethos. After the health benefits, then the food typically tastes better in season. As we know, you know, strawberries always taste better in the Absolutely. summer than Rather the winter. Absolutely, rather than the forced ones in the winter. Yeah. And the foods produced are better for the environment as well. So from the farming background, I, I know and understand that, but not everybody else may be conscious or, or aware of that. So... Then on the other hand, the foods that are grown out of season, they're not able to follow the natural growing and the ripening rhythms. So it, it affects really the nutritional content in the food. Like we can eat strawberries in other seasons, but we're not getting the right nutritional content for eating them in, in the, summer the off seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would never have thought about that. You mentioned farmers markets. We have some brilliant farmers markets and we have some brilliant artists and food producers. We need, don't, don't we, when we're going out to buy food, we need to be sourcing what we buy locally, as locally as we can. We do because I suppose it's, it's really important, um, you know, when we go to the farmers markets, it's a great outlet for us to educate ourselves as well because, you know, the farmers are there as stallholders and they can educate us in terms of the food that we're picking up and buying and give us, you know, I suppose ideas as well in, in ways to cook mm. the, the food um, because we're not all aware of that. And that's how, when I started getting involved with the farmer's market, that now I've just accumulated such a wealth of information that sometimes I feel that other people may not... Um, understand so that's why I kind of in the book it it kind of it's a practical and um useful way for people to think about seasonal eating yeah yeah and, and it's, it is very practical because it's also that it's, it's a journal uh, as well and many people have a very difficult relationship with food do you think you're, you're cause, and this isn't a diet, this is an eating model. Yeah. Do you believe that that can help people who have that difficult relationship with food? The journaling aspect will because everybody's own relationship with food is, is personal. Um, and what 
suits one person doesn't necessarily suit somebody else in terms of food. So there's no rights or wrongs really when it comes to food. The main thing with food is to enjoy it. Um, even if we're eating that bar of chocolate or we're eating that, um, you know, packet of crisps or, you know, and we, you know, we, we need those treats in our lives as well. Um, but once we're just conscious of it. Yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing off the list, but it's no, it's, it's how much you eat and portion sizes. And and that goes back to our relationship with food, doesn't it? It does really. And I have outlined in the start of the book, I, I don't advocate any particular diet in culture myself. Um, it's more about appreciating the food, the work that goes into, you know, producing the food and actually, um, you know, finding ways that you can have a good relationship with food as such. Um, so I, I don't, you know, I, I think we're in a society where with the Internet now in particular, we're, we're into labelling, you know, mm. like you have to be um, a vegan or you have to be a vegetarian or we put ourselves into labels when a lot of the time we should really just look inward and the journaling aspect of looking inward is just the personal aspect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And as we're we're into, as it is eat with the seasons, we are into springtime. This is a good time for people to maybe think about planting, isn't it? And and grow your own. And and what would you suggest? I'm, I'm conscious of somebody listening who maybe has never planted or grown before for the first time what what would you suggest is a good way to start I find a good way to start is the herbs on your you know kitchen window um, or somewhere where there's a nice bit of sunlight that's an easy first step Um, but there's also other like tomatoes are easy to plant Um, it depends on your space and you know kind of your living environment as well where you're you're actually living if you have more space you can be a little bit more adventurous but to start out you know, the herbs would be a really nice option and you can use those in a lot of um, different dishes as well. Actually, I love basil on my windowsill. I love the smell of basil and I love the taste of basil. And I grew tomatoes last year for the first time ever and hand on heart, I finally realised what a real tomato tastes like. It just... It was completely different. I had this taste explosion in my mouth going, is that what a tomato was meant to taste like? Completely different to everything I've ever bought. It is because when you grow it yourself, you're possibly growing it in the season that you're supposed to be doing the planting. And yeah. then it naturally takes that, you know, rhythm of the, the the growth rhythm as such. So what you're eating is actually naturally grown in that season. And it was the easiest thing, I have to say, a bit of tomato food on it and away it went. And it's lovely, like, you know, for pasta dishes, you can yeah. have your tomatoes and your, your basil and that's your dish, actually, other than the pasta you know, kind of pretty much. And brilliant to get children, I think, involved in. I love to see children get get, get involved. Now, the, the book, while it's Eat With The Seasons, self-guidance, mindful eating, but it is also a gratitude journal. Have you journaled a, a lot of your life? And, and, and I, there's something fascinating, isn't there, about journaling? There is, um, I suppose... During periods of my life, I have journaled and uh, the book is kind of it seeds out of a lot of that journaling. You know, a lot of the thoughts that I would have had over the years is uh, the culmination of the book as such. Uh, So a lot of the, you know, the tips and experiences and ideas are, you know, things that I would have actually embraced myself and that I've just actually 
put into the book, you know, kind of yeah. journal it into the book. It's beautiful. And as I say, the space is there for you for people to write and do, and do their own uh, journaling. It, it, it is terrific. You've got to be thrilled uh, with it. This obviously, was this your lockdown project? Were you? Yes. <laughs> it's great to see people doing lockdown projects. Was this yours? It was. Yeah, I had a lot of time in my hands um, during lockdown. So I decided, you know, to be proactive and uh, put the book together because I had been thinking about it for the last... 14 years really since I moved back living here in North Cork at home and going to the market a lot and getting all that wealth of knowledge from the farmers there so it's been happening over a lot of years but lockdown really was the, the catalyst uh, that gave me the, the, the time to do it Well done well done because it's a book I think that's going to help a lot of people where is it available please? So it's available from my own website, uh, the www.theculverykelt.com. It's also available from my publisher, Book Up Publishing. And I also stocked up a selection of bookstores over the weekend, um, O'Mahony Centre and the Spog Glen. Philip's Bookshop and Eason's Bookshop here in Mallow are stocking it as well and it will be available in other um, outlets over the next coming weeks. And I'm sure at the Killavullen Farmers Market? Yes, I was yeah. there on Saturday. Well, yeah. yeah, and yeah. it was beautiful, Patricia. Everybody, it's it's a community market. It's, yeah. it, it's not just a commercial outlet for stallholders. It's also, uh, it, it has a huge community aspect to it and it was it was quite busy so it's lovely to see it's people. It's great, it's yeah. great. I love, listen, I love the farmers markets. We've got so many brilliant ones uh, dotted right across the city. And they're and celebrating actually 20 years Are this they? year. Yeah, in Whoa. November. Goodness, yeah. I remember them starting. It's hard to believe it's 20 years. Listen, Cathy, the book is delightful. Well done, as I say. I think it's going to help a lot of people as well. Uh, but thank you for joining us and talking to us in the studio this morning. Thanks, Patricia. Good morning to you. That is Cathy Fitzgibbon and her book is called Eat With The Seasons. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.